Gather round, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Campfire Collective. We are your hosts, Jenny, Philip, and David. <sighs> yes, Jenny. Philip. It is warm. It is warm and beautiful to meet you and see you again. Uh, however, we, however, uh, it has been hell to get to this episode. It feels like it has been a lot oh, of uh, running goodness, around. Yes. <laughs> It has been a lot of technical problems. It has been so much to get to this episode, which is nothing, is nothing, uh, it's not like this is like oh. the end all be all episode. This is not the episode 100. This is not episode uh, reunion. This is not episode, like we haven't done our, our friends reunion episode. This is not even that. This is, this is just a, no, a normal episode, but yet for, for some reason, reason uh, for whatever reasons, all the forces of the universe have converged on us to make this episode to be the most difficult episode ever recorded. I don't know why. I, I can't explain it either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so in order to get to the main topic, which we'll discuss later, there was uh, trouble getting there. I'm sure we'll mm -hmm. talk about that later from, from you, your side of, of difficulty of how yep. this became difficult. Uh, you'll notice that there's absent a voice, yes. Jenny, uh, if you're not, the, I know you're not the listener, but there is a voice absent here. David is missing this episode because of the difficulties he's faced. He got pulled into something. So we are having to do uh, an episode and, and an ode to him, but we don't see him. We, we aren't going to have him here today. And for, for today, this morning recording of this episode, I slept in. <laughs> I, I set the alarm. I'm sure I gave you no, a heart no, no, attack. You did not give me a heart uh, attack. I slept in. I, I was didn't... just making sure that you were okay because <sighs> you're, I did, but well, for the in, inside scoop listeners, I did fill up to be like, hey, where are we at? Because we had discussed recording. Today is uh, Sunday morning. We were talking about 9.30 and it was about 10 a.m. I was like, oh, gee, I hope Philip's doing okay. So, Because <laughs> like... usually, I mean, I hate to say that I, I have a good reputation, <laughs> at least on this format. That I'm on time. That I'm like the one pushing the thing, and then uh, and then all of a sudden, where's Philip? Philip hasn't said a dang thing. But thank you for reaching out. Yes, uh, just uh, ladies and gents, make sure to switch that alarm from PM to AM. Yes. Gosh, I hate when I do that. I absolutely hate when I do that. So, uh, Jenny. Besides that, I'm sure that we have a, a we have a lot to get to. But a lot of your week has consisted of what this next upcoming main topic is going to be. Yes. Any uh, any quick any quick notes on uh, on anything else that consisted of your week or? Um. Honestly, no. The majority of my week has yeah. just been my fantastic vacation. I was in Las Vegas for yes. two. Well, if you can, I mean, if you count the the additional unexpected night, I was Which there we'll for three nights total. If we want to count the bad luck moment, two nights were planned. We. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason why I'm saying that is because we unfortunately. Well, well let's get to oh, that. Let's get to let's get to that in the main topic. Okay. Uh, so let's let's even go over there right now. Jenny, we teased it. You teased it. The people are excited to hear about it. Your vacation, Riva loves Jenny. <laughs> Jenny. So Jenna. yes, to, to share bits and pieces of, I was there for two days. Yes, how was it? It was yes. fantastic. It was a whirlwind because I basically stocked the itinerary to the nines and tens and elevens for our full day. And then uh, we arrived 
on a Wednesday night. So we were trying to figure out things to do. But at that point, we were just pretty tired. So we just saved our energy for Thursday. What we did, we, we hit up several museums, including Omega Mart. And we also went to Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum. That was our adventure for Friday. I'm repping my shirt today. It's a nice cozy shirt. Thank you, Zach, for the yes, fine fabric. Um, <laughs> what made it? What made it haunted? Was there were there people there in costumes? Were there actual ghosts being paid while in purgatory? Were there puppets? Like, tell me what what made it were horrific? There puppets? <laughs> no, not at yeah. Zach Bagans' <laughs> event. No. Um. So wait, I hope I'm saying his name correctly. <laughs> By the way, I, is it? Listeners, I couldn't correct you. Is it Zach Bagans or Bagans? I kept hearing so many different variations at the exhibit. I was like, what's the correct one? So if I butcher your name, I'm so sorry, Zach. With Lord of the Rings coming out, I'm sure that he prefers, even if his name originally was Baggins, I'm sure now he wants to change it to Baggins. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I'd sympathize and say that you probably should go with Baggins, but I have no clue, no idea to, to the real identity. So I will, I will confirm that in a future moment here. But to answer your question, Philip, what happens in this exhibit? So I couldn't take any photos or videos while I was experiencing the museum. It's a requirement. Sure, right. As they are yeah. constantly computing, gathering uh, activity in the space. Um, and they, any sort of cell phones, recording equipment, etc. If it's turned on, it messes with the electronics, which I totally get. Do you buy that? I don't buy that. I mean, listen. For- isn't this like, isn't this like the airplane mode for phones? Like we've we've come to find out that it's very, 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 very rare for those things to be taken into effect for like planes, and like all of a sudden somebody turns on their phone and the plane crashes. That there's no direct correlation for that. Just a very small thing, especially now nowadays. I can't believe that that true phone equipment. Can can affect the the technology needed for a horror museum? I just I I don't buy that. Do you buy that? Well, I will say one thing: ghost hunting is taken very seriously. It's a it's a field where sure it's it's like the the millisecond, the milla whatever of data can be thrown off by the littlest thing. So if you have to be very particular about what you're doing and how the protocol is, so I totally respect it. And also too, if you have to consider. There's a chance that um, cell phones can be drained by whatever spiritual energy is existing in that space. So that could be a liability thing. Okay. But okay. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm trying to give any possible reason. But in the ghost hunting world, they take things very seriously. So I did not want to mess with them. Period. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I'm sure that they would have descended upon you like the hounds of hell had you taken out your phone. I'm just saying that they're probably more worried that you're going to take pictures and send them out more so than there actually being any direct correlation. But, but mm-hmm. you know, either way, I do respect I respect the practice of either of either fashion of it actually having a purpose or it just being to save the museum. So the so what's in there? is a collection of items that Zach has gathered over how many years. Apparently he's been building this collection for a while and it all managed to get put together into this space. And Zach is, is a famous ghost hunter is, is in my uh, uh, understanding this. Yes. Zach is a very famous ghost hunter, spiritualist. Uh, He 
has several shows on, I think it's Discovery Channel or on, still on television. He's mostly known for ghost adventures. It's his ghost hunting show that he does with the crew. They go to some of the ha- most haunted places in the world and they have access to places that are limited access to the majority of the ghost hunters that exist out there. So he's like top tier celebrity realness when it comes to ghost hunting. He also is a collector. He collects uh, items that have been charged, cursed. They He c- gathers them to put them all in a safe space to where they can't bring further harm. Is I think that's what he's- Jenny? What, yeah. Were there any cursed swords? That would no, intrigue me tremendously. There weren't any cursed swords. How's that not swords? possible? I don't know. There wasn't any. I- you go watch Kung Fu Panda. You go watch uh, uh, like D- Dracula. You go watch anything, and there's always a cursed sword. It's like this is cursed at the even Suicide Squad had a cursed sword. How is there not a cursed sword in that museum? You know, I'm now that you mention it, I can't think of this. I can't think of a reason. It there just wasn't a ah. cursed sword. Uh, what he did have was some really cool. Uh, so there's some. Uh, there's a section in the museum where it's you get to be uh, exposed or experience the some of the most cursed items in the world. My personal favorite uh, little spoiler action for those who, if you want to go experience the museum, you should totally go do it. It's so worth it. We got RIP all access, by the way. And yes, I said RIP, not VIP. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Which is uh, you get to experience some of the more the more um, the dangerous areas in the space and you also get some merch you get it you get a free t-shirt well, hence why I'm wearing my shirt there we go so you get to go to uh, just certain things you get to go access so like the basement of the house for example which is known to be this cursed space where they performed satanic rituals you get the chance to go down there and walk in that space and they it's definitely suffocating in there I would highly recommend going down there and then getting the hell out of there as soon as you can. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, to, no sorry, kidding. to finish my thought previous, uh, my favorite item is the Dybbuk box. And Dybbuk's are, in Jewish folklore, they are malevolent wandering spirits that enter and possess the body of a living person until they are exercised. And they are constantly just possessing bodies because that is their motive, their mission. So the Dybbuk box is a wine cabinet that Zach owns that is claimed to be possessed or haunted by a Dybbuk. There's a Dybbuk trapped inside the box, and they are doing everything to keep that Dybbuk and its powers from possessing or infecting other people. I remember very clearly walking in, and there is this a room you have to go into to get the description of this box and its powers before going inside. Once you see it, you can tell it is under a lock and key several times over. There's scripture written all over the walls surrounding this glass case uh, that has the Dybbuk box inside. The Dybbuk box is closed. The last thing you want to do is open the Dybbuk box to release the spirit and whatever powers it chooses to release upon you. Um, I will say, I did feel a little choked up walking in there. I There was something about that room that was super suffocating. My legs were heavy. I did feel a clench in my throat a little bit walking through. I was coughing when I left. And I got to say, both Sean and I are pretty convinced 
that the Dybbuk box is the reason that our flight was canceled, hence for our extra night in Vegas. Yes. So all of a sudden, I get a message from you, Jenny, saying that, look, I know this is a long shot, but we might not be able to make our original recording time. And I, and I was like, Jenny, Jenny <laughs> it's all right. These things are not going to happen. There's no way that you could miss a flight from Las Vegas to Arizona. They're not going to cancel that short of a flight. And lo and behold, hell hath frozen over Jenny. What happened? So first, they kept delaying our flight over and over again. We kept getting on our yeah. – so I flew with Allegiant And you Airlines. guys were inside the airport at this we time? We were in the airport, and we just saw our apps oh. constantly updating, saying, oh, the flight's now at 8.52. Oh, our flight's at 9.07. Oh, now it's at 9.28. And we're both like, uh-oh, what's going to happen? Then we had a little a moment of hope. The person speaking through the the intercom was like, hey, uh, your flight's going to be here in 10 minutes. We apologize for the delay. And then we were uh, clapping. We were excited. And then suddenly uh, we see an entire uh, party from another gate show up and start lining up. And we hear over the speaker, "Uh, actually, this is going to be the flight to a different city those flying to Phoenix Mesa, so sorry. Your flight's being delayed until 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. Whoa. Mm-hmm. 7 a.m. And, and what time did you guys get to the to the airport originally? Um, Probably about uh, between 6.30 and 7 p.m. 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 Mm-hmm. the night before. So they're, they're essentially uh, postponing it a full 12 hours from when you got there. Mm-hmm. Holy macaroni. Did did they provide you with anything? Did they provide you with a hotel room? Did they did they provide you with bu- a bus fare to to somewhere else? No, um, all we got was a free beverage. We got uh, a refund voucher. We well, it was it was a direct refund. It was a ca- it was a cash refund to 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 be encouraged to use for future Allegiant flights. Sure, but other than that, no, we didn't get recommendations for a bus for transportation to a hotel. We didn't get any hotel recommendations, nothing for rental cars, just What did you guys do? Where'd you guys stay? Where'd you guys stay the night? Did you find another hotel? In the airport. Oh. Oh, Jenny, I'm so sorry to hear that. What'd you guys eat for breakfast? Burger King? Bagel sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I'll I'll give in everything. That's not that bad. Just probably expensive, but not that bad. It was so expensive. It was way too expensive. It was really good food, but- it was very yeah. pricey. I bet. I bet. Jenny, that is the absolute worst. Oh, you guys were one with the terminal. Did you guys get any sleep while sleeping in the terminal? Were you guys those people? We did. So it turned, it actually had an advantage because we went, like I said earlier, we went to a mega mart and they, for those who don't know what that is, it's kind of this uh, supermarket experience where you go in. It's like a, a mind bending art exhibit and they sell products like a normal supermarket. What I had purchased, or was gifted to me by my lovely boyfriend, Sean, he bought a God pillow. God bless you, Sean. <laughs> he bought a pillow that was looked like a chip bag. It's a spoof on Doritos. It's actually, it says Dositos oh, okay. on it, and it's like a sleep aid yeah. chip. But it was a pillow that we were able to use in the airport to sleep on. Oh, Sean, you brilliant man. <laughs> So we relied on our coats for blankets. We sh- we uh, split time with the pillow. So I got a couple hours in. He got a couple hours in. 
we were able to get through it just fine. And we slept on the plane too. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I wouldn't recommend it. It could have been worse, no. but I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, at least you had some slight accommodations. All right. So granted, take out, take out the, 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 the horrific ending to your trip. Would you do the Vegas portion of your trip again? Would you go visit Vegas again? Yes. Or absolutely. are you kind of done? No. That's actually fascinating. That's fascinating because uh, for most people that aren't as into gambling as you've you've stated that you are, uh, that you're you're like, eh, it's not my cup of tea. Once people do Vegas once or go see if they're going to go see a specific performer, if they're going out to see Adele at a residency, right? Mm-hmm. Then uh, then they're kind of done with it. That they're like, okay, I saw Vegas, I saw it once, I'm I'm kind of good. So the fact that you go back, that speaks well. That speaks well of Vegas as a whole. Well, there there is so much to do in Vegas that's it's tough to stay there for a long time. But you there's always new stuff happening to go back and experience. So for that, I would be totally down to go again. There's so many shows, so many places to experience food-wise, and yeah, it just it's a ever continuously exciting place. Absolutely. Well, speaking of how exciting it is, we're going to go on to the to uh, a portion of our main topic that all accreditation given, David actually came up with. He w- very much wanted to be here for this, but we thought it was brilliant, so we're going to use it. So thank you, David. May you, you know, may you enjoy it from afar or be listening and enjoy it. Jenny, I brought forth for you a version of a game that we have, uh, we've all heard of, we've all played, perhaps, that we've all uh, done. And it's called, uh, this is just for the main topic, but Vegas style. It's going to be the uh, sleep with, marry, or kill game. But it's modified for Vegas, specifically. And it's for mm. you. Here we go, Jenny. Here we go. Performers you would like to perform a concert with, sing a song with, or force them to have a residency in Vegas for the rest of their career with no more new music. Oh, geez. So you either get to perform a concert with them, sing a song with them, or they only have a residency for the rest of their career. The three performers, as given to you, are going to be Adele, The Gorillas, and Sam Smith. <laughs> who, who, who's going where, Jenny? Who's going where? Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so, a uh, concert with Adele. Okay, uh, so you're you're wanting to uh, set fire to the rain right next to, to Adele. Oh, absolutely. Good. That would be the collaboration of the century for me. Are you kidding? She is an would, icon. Absolutely, yes. I would probably... So you got Gorillas or Sam Smith. Now I'm I think most people know who Sam Smith is. Gorillas. I put this in here just for you because Gorillas is your favorite band, oh, if memory serves. Top five, absolutely. Yeah. So this this should be this should be a pretty tough decision for you. Now, sorry, can you can you just repeat the two remaining the, options? Yeah. Yeah, the two remaining options sing a singular song with, like karaoke style, or or Force them to have a residency in Vegas with no more new music coming out ever again. Oh my gosh! Um, yes, that's really essentially difficult. we're killing their career. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so vicious! Oh no! Now it's a really tough decision. Okay, so yeah. I would say sing a song with Gorillas, residency for Sam Smith. Sorry, Sam, I love their music, but 
Adele and Gorillas by far. I they're it's just it's just I like their stuff more. I'm sorry, Sam. Uh Sam, you get the short end of the stick, but enjoy Caesars. I'm sure they have a great buffet. All right, speaking of food here, Jenny, when I think of Vegas, I think of performers and I think of food. Mm-hmm. So dishes you would like to make for, and this one's going to be interpretive for you, Jenny. So start thinking of dishes that you make, dishes that you can make, dishes that you are known for. Now, I won't have any options for you here, but dishes you would like to make for a buffet platter that ha- that is for customers coming to a casino that you work at. So you got to make not only just a little bit of it, you got to keep making a ton of it and okay. a ton of it and a okay. ton of it for an entire shift. A dish... That would be the meal portion to accompany a meal in a show pairing. If you look for a, for a show, if you're looking for a show, just think of Cirque du Soleil's flavor of the month, whatever it is. So mm-hmm. your meal will be featured next to the meal and a and a show portion. And then lastly, a meal or a dish for Gordon Ramsay to critique. Oh. So again, <laughs> the kill portion being Gordon Ramsay absolutely laying into you for however you made this dish. What are these three (laughs) dishes that you will put in each category? Let's start with the buffet one. What would you like to make for a buffet portion for nonstop for people coming to uh, eat your food? Uh, I do make a mean uh, creamy chicken pasta. Okay. And you you feel confident that you could keep on making mass quantities of it? Oh, yeah. It's very easy to make a massive portion of that. And you can... It's it's easy to continuously dish it out. Oh wait, no, actually, you know what? I'm gonna change my answer. I'm so sorry. I oh. make a mean one pan salmon dish, and that's very easy to Ooh. that'd be very easy to rotate through to serve. And it's good. And it's good. We're not we're not we're not a cheap buffet here. It, it oh, actually tastes no. quite good, Jenny. We're talking orzo. We're talking asparagus. Oh. We're talking spinach. Oh yeah. We are. We're yeah, talking salmon. Baby. Oh, lemon. Oh, it's chef's kiss. It's chef's kiss. Absolutely. All right. So then maybe I know where we're going for the next one. So, yes. But what dish, what dish are we going to be pairing with a show? Oh, the creamy chicken pasta would be the pairing with the show. Absolutely. Okay. And that's just like a, it pairs well. Pasta is great. It's a comfort food. It makes you comfortable, ready to experience a show. You pair it with a nice glass of wine. C'est la vie. Say la vie and say la vie for Cirque du Soleil. You know, there we go. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, then lastly, go. lastly, you're probably going to want to pick something that you really like. You know, the ins, the outs. You cannot mess this up. It's a dish that you make for Gordon Ramsay to critique. I'm taking Gordon Ramsay to brunch. <laughs> okay. I'm you're making- taking him to brunch town. What are you cooking him? A bagel sandwich. Oh, so the 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 famed, the infamous, the the majorly acclaimed bagel sandwich. You're gonna have oh, Gordon yeah. Ramsay go to Pound Town on. Oh, All yeah. right, wow. Listen, listen, Phil. wow. My bagel sandwiches, they sing. Okay. All the, the flavors that mix together on the spread that I put together, and all the ingredients that go on top. Oh, it's a musical. Gordon Ramsay himself could not possibly find a way to critique this bagel sandwich is what is what Jenny's telling me. Okay, good to know. Good to know. All right, my last one, the last uh, three choice option that I've, I've brought for you, Jenny, and the last thing that I think of Vegas for is gambling. So which gambling format 
in which the formats are sports betting, that's one, roulette is another, and blackjack is the last. So out of those three formats, those gambling formats, would you play for fun, for your savings, and for your life? And think for your savings, you have to triple up your money. So you have to risk all your savings and you have to triple it up. Uh, for fun, probably sports betting. I don't know it very well. So I would like to just try it for fun one time. Okay. And see if I have any luck at it, um, which I probably don't because I don't know a lot of sports things. For- but hey, at least it'd be entertaining because you'd bet and then you'd you'd watch a game and be on the edge of your seat watching back and forth on, on whether or not you were going to win. Sure, absolutely. For savings, <laughs> I would probably say... Ooh, let's try blackjack for that one. Uh, again, I don't know nope. blackjack very well, um, but that one I would say I'd have a higher chance of making a little extra dough back with that one. For life, roulette is where it's at. That's my favorite type of game. <sighs> so most people, if you're betting your life in, in the form of roulette, they either have the option. They mostly go for the one or the other. They go for red or green. Most people, nobody would pick zero, but red or green, which color are you putting your life on? Probably red. Red. Well, 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 we'll never know, but now at least we know what Jenny would be if she goes up to the roulette table, has to better <laughs> life, and, and then all of a sudden just hear a pin drop with seeing where that ball goes. So mm-hmm. those are my three. Jenny, let's close it out on an informational note. Tell us a few fun facts about Vegas that I think that you even discovered yourself. Oh, yes, let's do it. My first fact is, so it's, it's, I can prove this because I have seen it from above in, in my airplane above how many uh, feet above ground with the, it's millions of lights. Las Vegas is considered, if not the one of the brightest spots on planet earth. Just from the sheer amount oh, of bet. lights yeah. that are currently that are constantly on and running over there, it's nuts. Uh, did you know, Philip? There is actually one operating slot machine for every eight Las Vegas residents. Did you know that? <laughs> I, I, to be honest with you, I'm actually more surprised it's not more slot machines than people. So I'm I'm a little underwhelmed, Vegas. But no, that's still impressive, <laughs> mightily impressive. You have to consider the the amount of slot machines that exist in the airport too, not just the strip itself. Oh, We're talking yes, you're so all right. The entirety of Las Vegas. And and oh, well yeah, no, that's also just Las Vegas. That's not even including like Reno. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Anyways, continue. Uh, on the topic of of gambling, the biggest roulette bet in Las Vegas history oh. was made at Golden Gate in 2010. Can you guess the amount that was bet that day? If it was the largest one, I'm I bet it's gonna be they would not pay out more than like a billion. So I'm gonna guess like five hundred and twenty-seven million dollar dues. Oh it's not quite that high, but I oh, would really? be surprised if oh, that wow. was the case. The highest bet was two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That can't be true. They wouldn't take more than two hundred and fifty thousand. Well, I'm sure that wow. was just the choice of the person. It, no, I'm sure they weren't limited. Wow, two hundred fifty thousand. That is still, that is still a lot of money. Holy macaroni! Right. And then my final informational fact that I found: 
Uh, so the ho- oldest hotel and casino is Las Vegas is actually the Golden Gate. It's the Golden Gate Hotel and Casino. They're one and the same. Yes. It was originally opened in 1906, but it was under the name Hotel Nevada. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, viva Las Vegas. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we both went on different performing well, streets. Well, it's all right. We'll get okay, our. Well, let's let's do it we'll again. Our, Come on, we gotta we gotta yeah. get a good round of this. Okay, one. Right two, gonna say my soul, say my soul, I'm my soul. Oh, Las Vegas. No, we did it wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get it right eventually. We'll get it right eventually. We'll get all right, eventually. let's move on to the rest of the show. <laughs> Jenny, this new, well, not new. Now, heaven forbid I can hear David interacting with me right now. It's not new. It's new this week, but we've done it before. The mini segment called Fun Factoid. I'm going to be giving you two facts. One is fu- one is uh, true and one is fake that I completely made up. So your job, Jenny, should you choose to accept it, and you must, is you have to find the fake Phil fact. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, here are the two facts. Ships used to carry jars of fruit flies as emergency rations should food become scarce on voyages. That's fact number one. Fact number two, Mozart composed a song titled Lech mir den Arsch fein recht schon sober, which means lick my ass right, well, and clean, (laughs) which is the fake Phil fact, Jenny. Okay, so my instinct wants to go to the second one immediately, but... I also have a gut feeling that the first one just has some skewed numbers. So I'm going to say the first one's fake. The first one is the fake Phil fact, she says. And she would be correct. I have no idea. I think that they had emergency oranges for rations for scurvy. But I don't don't think there's been ever a time in human history where they've had fruit flies as emergency rations. Uh, Mozart, you dirty, dirty dog. (laughs) All right. So it's my turn. So... Here are my two facts. Which one is real? Which one is fake? All right, first one. The shrimp consumption in Las Vegas is over 20,000 pounds <laughs> per day, higher than the rest of the nation combined. Second fact. The largest sum won at the Las Vegas slots was at the Excalibur. A 25-year-old software engineer won $39 million that day. <sighs> For either one of these, I bet that you messed with the numbers. So the one of them has true numbers and one of them has skewed numbers, I would guess. $29 million from slots. $39 million. I bet back in the – oh, 30 – oh, even oh, – there we go. $39 million. I bet – I bet it's some – who else would enjoy shrimp? Even places that import shrimp probably don't eat that much shrimp. I bet that the shrimp's true. I bet that the $39 million is – is low so i'm gonna go with the second fact being the fake fact jenny was i correct we're rolling low for a second fact sadly phil you are incorrect the second one is the Whoa. correct real fact yes um the guy wow. bet 100 dollars, and he beat the odds at the time for one in 16.7 million so that is wow the, that is the correct and accurate winnings he got that night so the shrimp fact is uh, is the fake one. Uh, they actually consume per day. Uh, shrimp consumption is sixty thousand pounds per day, not twenty thousand. So even higher. Mm. Las Vegas loves their seafood. 
I don't blame them, though. I love me some shrimp. You you a shrimp fan, Jenny? I am. I love shrimp. I wish I knew more recipes to cook with shrimp because it's just that good. Yeah. Oh, God, I love shrimp. Give me some shrimp. Shrimp, shrimp, shrimp. Down in my belly. <laughs> Woo! That slaps. All right, our entries this week. My, I will go first. So I've got another song for you this week, y'all. This song is called 8299 FM. The artist is Macross82-99. Basically what this song is, it's a, col- a delicious little funk medley of different radio tunes that the artist created himself. It, it's very, it changes the channels every few seconds, but you get this delicious... A variety of good tunes just to jam while you're driving your car. Uh, I love I love the song for ages, and I I can't stop raving about it. So go take a look if you can. And it's a song. It is a song. It's a single song. Yep, it's a single song. It's a medley of smaller tunes all mashed together in a little concoction of funk. So please go enjoy it. Eighty two ninety nine FM. That slaps. My That Slaps This Week is also going to be a song. It's called Those Eyes by New West. Look, if you have followed my music throughout the entirety of the of the show's history, That Slaps is usually, I just like to find indie stuff. I probably lean more towards the meaningful music. And so this one's a somber song, um, but it's nice. It's very nice. I, I, I found it to be a pleasant surprise when uh, going through new music possibilities. And so it's called Those Eyes by New West. That Slaps! Jenny, it was a quick episode. It was a fun episode, but it was certainly quicker than the time and energy spent for you within that airport, which again, my <laughs> condolences to your back. Oh, I can only my imagine back, it's fine. <laughs> sleeping on that you. hard airport floor. Yes, my condolences. Listen, I, I have I, a superpower, okay? I can sleep anywhere. I was more concerned yeah, about Sean than myself, but yes, don't want to experience yeah. that ever again. Never again, never again. Well, Thanks to the wonderful airport people for allowing you to sleep there. But we have some actual thank yous to get to as well. Thanks to Cass and Crossland and Jake Corlang for the music that you hear on the show. Thanks to Ryan Ardell and thank you to Josh Hans for a lot all the amazing audio bits that you hear throughout the show. And thank you to you, the listener. Yes, you listening right now. Uh, we appreciate you uh, listening and subscribing because, yes, even if you don't listen, you don't have to actually listen. Just help us by subscribing. Even if you don't listen... We appreciate you uh, joining us and coming along each and every week. And of course, if you have not listened to all the episodes in the back catalog, why don't you go ahead and do that right now? There's an entire catalog. We promise. It's timeless. Outside of our few Oscar little self-indulgences, every single episode on there, it, it still exists. It's still good. It's like it's like Jenny's creamy Alfredo pasta. Woo! It's still mwah, delicious 17 months later. It's great. I don't know about if your pasta is good still 17 months later, Jenny, but the point remains. Can't cannot confirm and will certainly not deny. But we thank you for listening, you helping us and joining us and supporting us. We very much appreciate it. Make sure you go in and follow us on Instagram at the the tree the three tents uh, and all social media. Thank you so much. Make sure you find us on podcasts wherever you find your normal love and assortment of podcasts, whether that be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, or even uh, even elsewhere that you could find everywhere except for Pandora. You know why? Because screw you, Pandora. 
Attention all airport passengers. We apologize for any inconveniences you might have in result of the cancellation this evening for your flight. Please be mindful of all locations that all of our guests are sleeping in, including those who choose to hibernate, who are furry and of large of size. Thank you.